This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. And now it's time for True Tales from the Book of Mormon. Long ago, in a land not far away, the Lamanites who had been converted by Ammon chopped off all those arms by Ammon and his brothers had laid aside their weapons of rebellion and did not fight against God anymore. They had repented of their sins and had become a happy people. Some of them even became pen pals with the Nephites. Hmm. Unfortunately, even though thousands of Lamanites had been converted, there were thousands more who had not, and they did not like that so many of their people had followed the sons of Mosiah. Nobody was more angry than the people who used to be Nephites, the Amalekites and the Amulonites. They did not like remembering the truth and joy taught by the Nephites. They liked their bitterness and anger, thank you very much. And they loved to whine about it. They went on and on with anyone who would listen until those leftover Lamanites were so sick of it that they wanted to defeat the Lamanites who had been converted. Maybe just to shut the Amalekites and Amulonites up. Man, are we as wicked as they are, kid? No, no way. They are way more wicked than us. So the newly converted Lamanites gathered together. Okay, people, people, settle down, settle down. Uh, we'd like to welcome you to our council. I am Lamoni. I will be conducting and presiding at our meeting today will be Ammon. Wow, Ammon, that smile, so disarming. <laughs> Too soon! What? No, no it isn't. Raise your hands if you think it's too soon for no arm jokes. Ooh, sorry, Jibbish. <laughs> this is awkward. Uh, it's not humorous. <laughs> Okay, seriously, seriously. <clears throat> First, we will be hearing from King Lamoni's father, brother King Lamoni's father. Hello, everyone. Good to see you. First order of business is for me to confer the kingdom to my son, Anti-Nephi-Lehi. Uh, all those in favor? Jibbish? Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> no further business. Okay, so I guess we have a new king. All of you who'd like to give our old king a warm show of gratitude for a job well done, especially for all his hard work in securing our religious freedom, please make it manifest. Jibbish? <laughs> you know what, Lamoni? I could take you down. Uh, no doubt you could take me down single-handedly. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We will now hear from our very new king, Anti-Nephi-Lehi. Good afternoon, everyone. Sorry about all my brother's inappropriate jokes. Though, on the other hand, <laughs> it's nice to start out with some levity as we have some serious business we need to now conduct. As you know, our former brethren are preparing to come to war against us. Is anyone out there willing to fight? I didn't think so. And also I forbid it. Now, my people, whom I just love so dang much, 
I want you to know that I thank God that he has been so good to us, so amazingly good as to send Ammon here. You know, it actually is quite disarming, <laughs> your smile. <clears throat> anyway, I'm so grateful that they were brave enough to come to us and show us just how wicked we were. Seriously, um, murder much? Yeah, I know I did. So much murder. And more. I loved the ladies. Oh, yeah. And I loved my stuff. And I cheated on online school. And murdered. But these guys, they taught us that we can repent. And that Jesus Christ loves even us. He let us repent. He forgave us. He took away all our guilty feelings so we can be happy and feel peace. Guys, remember? We were the worst. The worst worst. And it was hard to repent and be forgiven, but we did it. He washed us clean and took all that blood off our swords. <clears throat> it's important to note that their swords were probably made of wood. And so were actually stained with blood, as you know, from spilling jello on those unsealed wood floors that are so hot right now. It doesn't come out. Not blood or jello. Stained. Okay. Carry on, anti-Nephi-Lehi. But our swords and our souls are clean, thanks to Jesus. He loves us so much. He could have let us die without this knowledge. We deserved it. He could have told Mosiah not to send his sons because we were going to throw them in so many prisons and starve them and try to kill them. Sorry about that, guys. Our bad. But the Lord didn't. He helped them find us. He helped them teach us. He helped them cut off all those arms of our enemies to get our attention, which worked, by the way, so that we wouldn't die and suffer for eternity. We could have never been as happy as we are. We would have never known Jesus Christ like we do. We have seen angels. We have taught our children the plan of salvation, the great plan of happiness. God is so good. And I know that we have laid our weapons aside, but is that good enough? Our enemies are planning to attack us as we speak. Will we be able to resist picking up our swords, and especially our scimitars, to protect ourselves? I don't want to risk it. So instead of swords, let's gather our shovels. Let's dig a hole deep and wide. Go, get your weapons, get your shovels. Meet back here when the sun is right there. There between those trees, at tree o'clock. So the people went and got their weapons, their swords, their axes, their scimitars, their javelins, their clubs. Even Samuel, a Lamanite, not the Lamanite, brought all his clubs and they threw them in the hole. Jerushabub, did you just throw a pen in the hole? Uh, well, yes I did. Everyone knows a pen is mightier than the sword and I write very mean things. Then good throw. As Grammy would say, more power to ya. And Lamoni gathered with the people, which meant more bad puns. Everyone, today is a holy day. Holy. But it is a very good idea that we have come to do this. Certainly, we could have left our weapons just laid down, but we may not have been able to resist them. So as my brother, anti-Nephi-Lehi said, let us bury our weapons now that they have been made clean so that they can stay that way. 
our souls and our weapons made bright by the eternal greatness and mercy of our Lord. And anti-Nephi-Lehi said, Everyone, if our brethren, the mean ones, come here and try to kill us, we will not use our weapons. We will let them come. It is better for us to die clean than to bring blood on our swords and our souls. And we know God. We love him. I myself can't wait to meet him face to face so I may fall at his feet and thank him for all that he has done for us. We are a blessed people. We are at peace. Cover these weapons with earth and let them come. And so they did. They gave up weapons that were not only weapons, but precious family heirlooms and expensive things. They were their treasures, or they used to be. They did it as a promise to God and also to show their gratitude that they were able to repent. They did it to show they would literally, see, here's an instance where the word literally is literally used correctly. They would rather literally die than sin. And the Lamanites did come and the anti-Nephi-Lehi's met them on the battlefield, but they didn't fight. Instead, they got down on the ground and prayed. And knowing these people, the most amazing people, who went from being the absolute worst to the absolute best, these people were probably praying for the people who were coming to kill them, praying that they too would have the opportunity to repent and to know Jesus Christ so they could have the joy and the peace that they felt. That's probably what they were praying for as the Lamanites came upon them and killed them while they were weaponless and praying on the ground. They killed 1,005 of them before they stopped. And they stopped because they were so moved, so touched by the fact that these people wouldn't fight. The anti-Nephi-Lehi's hadn't fought. They hadn't even flinched. They didn't look to the right, to the left. They didn't look away. They just let them come and praised God even as they died. And many of the Lamanites saw this, and their hearts grew three sizes that day. They too laid down their weapons of war and were taught the gospel. In fact, more people turned to the Lord and repented of their sins than the number who were killed that day, at least 1,006. Not one wicked man was slain that day, but so many wicked men were given the chance to become righteous men. And the prayers of the people who had knelt down on that very field and died were answered. And at that moment, they were with their Savior, finally able to rejoice and thank him for all that he had done for them. And the people who had not been slain were sad to lose their loved ones, but they knew they were happy. And they were so happy also to see so many of their brethren saved. The end. <sighs> Man, guys. That story gets me. It gets me as much as, probably more than any story in the Book of Mormon. These people knew that they were so wicked and they went to the Lord and he healed them and they believed him. They believed that they had been forgiven even though they knew how bad they had been. They remembered all their murders and all the horrible things they did, but they let the Savior heal them and they let him into their hearts and they got to know him and they never fell away. Not one of them. And you think, would I be able to give up those little favorite weapons of rebellion that I have? Could I bury them? Could I not just put them aside, but bury them? Are there things in your life that you need to bury? Are there apps on your phone 
that don't bring any good into anyone's life, that instead of just not going on them, maybe delete them. Maybe ask your parents to make it so that you can't download it again. Maybe you sit with people at lunch, if you're so lucky as to go to lunch, who give you bad ideas and celebrate bad things. It would be hard to bury that weapon of war. It would be hard to sit by yourself. But the Lord would be grateful and he would bless you. These anti-Nephi-Lehi's, they laid down their lives so that some of their brethren could come to the knowledge of the truth. How different is that from you laying down two years of your life to go and serve and teach and maybe bring one soul to Jesus Christ? You could have the joy that they have. You could have the peace that they have. You could feel so loved by the Lord. Something to think about. That's all. First and second books of Nephi, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, nine words of Mormon, and Mosiah singing, this is so fun. Alma, Helaman, third, fourth Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni, learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!